Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now. You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a crushing nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, how short like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Hi, am I on the air? Oh yeah. What is going down, everybody? Welcome to the best show in the world. This is Am I on the Air? Welcome. It's Season 9, Episode 8. Tonight's show is called Let the Games Begin. I am your host, Don Mega, and welcome. It is uh, Monday, October 13th. Did the show last Monday on October 6th. Uh, when we did the Guts Over Fear episode, it was a great episode, great turnout, great feedback, and thank you everybody for checking it out. So we're doing it again on another Monday right now. Now typically I can't usually do it on a Monday because I work. Uh, I am off today though, so I figured great time to go and bang out a brand new Am I on the Air. Now the reason that I did not do it last night, as I typically would do, which is Sunday nights, um, is a very cool reason. Now, for those of you that have been listening to me for a long time, you know I used to do another podcast. Did another radio show called Future Endeavors. Future Endeavors is a wrestling, pro wrestling and MMA podcast uh, that I did for over three years with uh, my good buddies uh, Nick Gator and Corey Santiago over on Twitter. And we did that show for over three years. We won three years in a row, Best Wrestling Podcast uh, Awards. We, I've won Best Host. Nick has won Best Host. I mean, we've won a lot of awards for the show. It was, it was almost 200 episodes in. And last February, we decided to kind of retire it. We, we walked away from Future Endeavors at the top of our game. And uh, we, you know, put it to rest. Well, fast forward eight months later, we decided, uh, due to high demand and a lot of people on Twitter saying, you know, we would love to hear another Future Endeavors episode, uh, we got together and we said, let's go ahead and do it. And last night, we did our Future Endeavors special, and it went really, really well. It turned out to be a three-hour episode. It is a three-hour extravaganza. Um, but it was a ton of fun. We got caught up in the whole state of wrestling over the last six months. Everything that's been going down in the world. We also did uh, our inductions. Now, if you've been listening to Future Endeavors in the past, uh, we started the Future Endeavors Hall of Fame. And this was the third year going. And we decided, you know, hey, let's let's keep that going. Let's, in, let's induct our class of 2014. So the three of us inducted two people apiece. Uh, into our class of 2014 for the Future Endeavors Hall of Fame. So it was a blast. It was awesome to get with the guys and bang out uh, that special presentation of Future Endeavors. Uh, you know, some people are jumping the gun a little bit and saying, oh man, it's awesome, you guys are back. Uh, we're not back, so to speak. Like, it's not going to be like Am I on the Air, where there's going to be an episode every single week. Uh, we're going to keep Future Endeavors as kind of special presentations. You know, our last episode back in February, uh, that title of that show was End of an Era. And that was our last official episode under our normal formatting. Now we're going to do specials. We'll probably do maybe four specials a year. You know, like we're going to do something like last night, which is kind of like the State of Wrestling, Hall of Fame. We'll do like a WrestleMania kind of pre-show more, you know, closer to Mania time. Probably do something over the summer. And then something again at the end of the year. So... You know, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open. We're we're not 
fully going away. Uh, like I said, we all three of us had a blast doing it last night, and it brought back a lot of good memories of why we wanted to do the show for so long. So, if you're a fan of wrestling or you know pro wrestling, definitely check it out. Um, even if you're not and you just want to you know hear another show, check it out because uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's called Future Endeavors. And you can listen to it right there on Red Dragons Radio, where you can find Am I on the Air. So just go to reddragonsradio.com, click on the Future Endeavors tab, and you'll see our newest episode from just last night, three-hour extravaganza. It's called The Boys Are Back Special Presentation. So check that out, and appreciate the support on uh, bringing that back. But this is not Future Endeavors. This is Am I on the Air, and we bring you the latest and greatest in the world of entertainment news, I get you caught up to speed in TV and movie news, trailers, the whole nine. And of course, reviews. So this week's review is going to be the number two movie in the land. Came close to number one, but just, you know, got edged out a little bit from that damn Gone Girl again. I'm talking about Dracula Untold. Yes, I went and saw Dracula Untold on Friday when it came out. Saw it in IMAX, and it's a beautiful movie in IMAX. Um, stars Luke Evans as Vlad the Impaler. Um, of course, this is an origin story. It almost feels like a comic book film. It's an origin story of uh, Vlad, who's this awesome just warrior, and he does everything he can to protect his land, protect his people, protect his wife and his kid. And he gets into a big fight with this army that's headed up by Dominic Cooper, Howard Stark, the young Howard Stark from the Marvel franchise. And Dominic Cooper is looking to take over everything, and um, it forces Vlad to kind of make a deal with the devil. And he, he climbs this, I think they call it Tooth Mountain or something like that. He, he climbs it and he goes and visits pretty much the original vampire. And he says, you know, I come to you to ask for your help. I need to do what I can to protect my family and my people. And he has him drink his blood and gives him the powers of the vampire. And says, you know, as long as you do what you got to do in the next three days and you don't feed, you will turn back to your human form. Now, if you feed, or the three days expire, then you will permanently become this creature. So, you know, of course he has no intention in the world to ever stay the creature, so he takes it, drinks the blood, and gets all these awesome powers, and, you know, attacks all the armies, and is basically able to wipe out thousands of soldiers all by himself. And that's about as deep as I'll get into it, just for spoiler reasons. But um, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I'm a big Luke Evans fan. A lot of people, when you say his name, he's still one of those actors that most people are going to say, who? Um, But Luke Evans has been around, and he's popped up in a lot of movies. Uh, He was in Immortals uh, with Superman himself. Uh, Probably his most well-known role, uh, well, a lot of people know him from the Hobbit trilogy. He's in all three of the new Hobbit films. Um, but a lot of people know him as the bad guy from Fast and Furious 6. He was the guy with Letty. And, um, you know, so he pops up. And you might see his face, but his name isn't well known. But I've always liked this dude. He's going to also be the new Crow uh, when that comes out here in the next year or two. And I'm looking forward to it. I think he's going to be a great successor to Brandon Lee. Um I thought he was amazing as Dracula, um, he was, you know, so good as the husband, as the father, you know, as somebody who had to make this decision, and once he gets the powers, he's, he's awesome, man, like, Luke Evans was at the top of my list when they were casting for Batman in the new Batman v Superman movie, before Ben, ben Affleck got it, I said Carl Urban and Luke Evans, those were my two guys to, to get that role, and watching him in Dracula Untold, I was like, man, he would have been so good, you know, he's, he's such a great actor, he's awesome, and I'm glad to see him, you know, do a role like this, and get to kind of be the lead in a major motion picture, because he's always a secondary character, and I think he deserves to be a lead, um, so, you know, they're hoping that this will, you know, spawn a franchise. There's a lot of rumors that this will be the opening of the door to the uh, universal shared monster universe. And 
I hope it is. You know, there's definitely a, a scene at the very end of the movie that leaves the door open and, and, and shows you we could further the adventures. And I would love to see Luke Evans back as his character. I would love to see how this ties in with the rest of the uh, Universal Monsters. Um, it's it's a great movie. Uh, the way they utilize the bats and, and some of these special action scenes were mind-blowing, especially in IMAX. So I had a great time with it. It's, you know, it's a, it's a short movie. It's only about 90 minutes long, so it's an hour and a half, but I thought that was perfect for a film like this because it just kept the pacing going. Everything was just moving along, and it got from A to Z in a very fluid and sweet motion, and it definitely had me wanting, you know, to see the next chapter. So Dracula Untold for me out of five stars, I give it four stars four out of five for me i really really enjoyed it and definitely recommend it to you if you like films like this Alrighty, there's your movie review of the week my friends still have not been able to see gone girl i'm very sad by this i hope to see it within the next seven days so i i hope i know we're already in the second week and i'm sorry i want to bring a review to you all so bad my wife is dying to see this film. We just, you know, we're having, struggling getting a babysitter, and my wife's parents are still out of town, and it's just a back and forth. So, once we get it all settled, we will be going to see this movie ASAP, and I will bring you uh, the late review of Gone Girl. Alright, let's get into the news of the week and get this baby rocking and rolling. Uh, we have a new trailer for the new Samuel Jackson movie. It's called Kite. We have a trailer for The Mule, which is a film starring Hugo Weaving. Uh, Twin Peaks. You guys remember a show called Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks was a show that was on many, many moons ago. Uh, I believe on ABC. And, um, it got canceled and it was a, a show that kind of got this cult following after it was canceled. And a lot of people still talk about it. So what ended up happening is that Showtime has picked up the rights to it. And Showtime is going to actually bring it back and launch it um, starting in 2015. Or maybe it's 2016. Crap. Um, I don't have the specifics, sorry. Um, I believe it's 2015. I think it's going to be 12 episodes. And, uh, you know, there's not many more details about that. Nothing is saying whether any of the original cast is going to come back or not. But Kyle MacLachlan, who was in the original series, he tweeted out something about, like, time to dust off my jacket and uh, and my, my badge or something like that, which was definitely a hint that he was coming back to reprise his role. So I would expect a lot of the original cast to come back for it. But I never watched this show originally, and I'm kind of interested, though, with it going to Showtime to see what Showtime could do with, with a show like this. So I'm definitely interested, and if you were a fan of Twin Peaks, get excited because it's coming back for a nice little revival. Um, so we've talked a lot lately about the Vacation reboot starring Ed Helms and, you know, Chris Hemsworth and Charlie Day and Christina Applegate and Leslie Mann. I mean, it's just the movie's blowing up with casting. Well, we got an official release date. The movie will be out October 9th, 2015. That's when the film will drop. So just about a year from now, we'll be getting that Vacation reboot. I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, Sony is in talks to buy a high-priced Robin Hood project, and they're for some reason they're labeling this Robin Hood project as a Marvel-type universe. So they're talking about like we're gonna do like a superhero version of Robin Hood and all of his you know merry men, and they'll be like an Avengers, and they can have spin-offs of all the different characters. And I don't know what this concept is. They're being very kind of mum on it. But that's that's what the vibe that they're giving out, and they're saying that it will be like a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I don't know about that. I was never truly a big fan of uh, Robin Hood, so they're going to have to do a lot to entice me into this. Marvel's Ant-Man, which is currently filming, has added Martin Donovan to the movie uh, in an unspecified role, but it's supposedly a big role. I'm very excited about this news. It's been announced that The Purge 3 has been greenlit. Uh, No release date or anything has been given yet, but it's the same director and writer coming back to do the third film. I'm very excited about this. I liked the first Purge movie. I loved Purge Anarchy, the second one. It was so good, and I can't stress it enough. If you listen to uh, our summer movie countdown, you saw it was in my top ten of the whole summer. And... uh, If you haven't listened to the Summer Movie Countdown, go check that out. It's on Am I Still on the Air. You can see the link on amiontheair.com. Click on 
the summer movie countdown. Did it with Geeky Pat, and we ran down all the movies of the summer. It was a lot of fun. So, yes, Purge 3, I'm super, super stoked for. Let's do it. Uh, Michael Phelps has been suspended for six months after his DUI arrest. We talked about that last week. Um, Maury, Jerry Springer, and Steve Wilco show have been extended to 2017. Yes, they've been renewed for multiple season cycles and will be around for several more years. All three of those shows, man, I can't believe that they're even still running. Um, it's insane, dude. Jerry's in like his 20 something season. Uh, I think Maury's in like his 17th season. Steve Wilkos is in like his 10th season. These guys are just killing it right now. But yeah, congratulations. Speaking of congratulations, Blake Lively is expecting her first child with husband Ryan Reynolds. Uh, so that's very, very cool. Congratulations to the both of them. Um, we debuted a trailer a while back for a movie called Before I Go to Sleep, starring Nicole Kidman and Colin Firth. And um, it's based on a best-selling book. I think my wife just started reading this book. And uh, we knew this movie was coming. And, you know, on last week's show, we talked a lot about Netflix and how Netflix was doing Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2, and they did that four-movie deal with Adam Sandler. You know, a lot of stuff going on with Netflix right now where they're really just stepping their game up. They bought the rights to before I go to sleep and it will be debuting the same day on Netflix as it is in movie theaters. So that is October 31st at the end of this month the movie will be streaming on Netflix the day it hits theaters. That is a pretty amazing thing and it's cool cuz we really want to watch this movie and now I don't got to go to the theater. I could just watch it on Netflix. So there you go. Before I go to sleep on Netflix October 31st. All right, let's see what else we got here in the world of news. Um, All you Walking Dead fans are going to be very excited to know that The Walking Dead has already been renewed for a sixth season. There you go, baby, sixth season. We got everything wrong with The Fault in Our Stars. Aww. Um, We have the newest trailer for Camp X-Ray, which is the new Kristen Stewart uh, military film. We got the trailer for Life Partners. Um, X-Men, looking like it may be heading to the small screen. Yes, uh, the people at Fox are hinting that they're looking at possibilities of doing an X-Men TV series. Of course, why not? We got Gotham, we got Arrow, we got The Flash, we got Supergirl coming, we got Constantine, we got Preacher coming. There's a lot of stuff going to the small screen and from the comic world. And uh, Fox is saying, shit, let's get in on this, baby. So they they want a piece of that puzzle. And their biggest universe is the X-Men. There's so many uh, mutants and villains that have never been used before on the big screen that they could put into a TV show. Uh, No word yet that if they do this, if it'll have any kind of cinematic ties to the, you know, to the big screen universe, or if it'll be its own little mini universe for television, nothing yet. This is still just considered a rumor, but it looks like a pretty heavy rumor that X-Men will be coming to a television screen near you in the next couple years. Another gigantic comic book rumor in the last week has been, is Spider-Man coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, I don't know how much faith to put in this, but it's popping up a lot lately. You know, Sony is struggling with the Spider-Man franchise, and from what I'm hearing, Sony's struggling as a whole. So, this has opened up a door for Marvel to have negotiations and conversations with Sony to figure out, hey, why don't we work together with Spider-Man? You know, whether that be Marvel just pays a certain amount of money to Sony to buy him back permanently, or if it's just to work out like a co-producing kind of credit to allow like Spider-Man to pop up in Avengers 3. There's a lot of different ways this can work. Um, So I'm not going to spend too much time diving into this, because for one, it's just a rumor, and, you know, Sony likes money, and they still make money either way you cut it with the Spider-Man franchise, so they'd have to be pretty desperate to sell off the character. Um, so for right now, we'll just keep keep it as a little rumor, but the possibility is very, very exciting to think that we could be seeing Spidey pop up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, 
if they're just paying to have a little bit of rights for him, then I'm sure that Andrew Garfield will continue this. Um, if Marvel completely buys out, like they say, they write a check to Sony for $2 billion and they say, give me Spider-Man back. And they do that. I would expect Marvel to recast Spider-Man at that point and not use Andrew Garfield because those other films do not tie into their universe. So they'd probably start fresh all over again. So there you go. We'll see what happens. Keep you updated in the world of Spider-Man. Sci-Fi has picked up a new comic series called Five Ghost. Uh, based on the comic book series, sorry, not comic, like, haha. Um, NBC is developing a Say Anything TV series. Actually, I think this has already been canceled since this news dropped. Um, but yes, NBC has been in a big um, role lately of looking at properties of old TV shows. I think last week we talked about Weird Science and some other stuff, you know, and now... Uh, Uncle Buck is something else that's floating around out there, and now say anything, and uh, they're just they're looking at whatever they can get their hands on to uh, turn into a TV series. We we talked last week about Rush Hour becoming a TV series and all kinds of stuff. I'm happy about this news. The Expendables three is going to be hitting Blu-ray here in a couple months, and it's going to be getting an unrated cut. Yes. This is what Blu-ray is cool about, is that when you get a PG-13 PG movie that really shouldn't be, Blu-ray allows those doors to open for you to put out your original vision. And that's what I'm really hoping, like with this Deadpool movie, if they decide to do PG-13, that they make an R-rated cut that can come out on Blu-ray. I mean, even the Wolverine film had an unrated cut that was really, really cool and better than the theatrical version. But Expendables 3, one of my biggest beefs with it, was them making it PG-13 and really toning down the violence. That's what we want from an Expendables film. So I'm very happy to see that in all its original glory with cussing and blood and guts and everything else, Expendables 3 will be released on Blu-ray. Only Blu-ray, not on DVD, but only on Blu-ray with an unrated version. We have the new trailer and poster for Nightcrawler, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm hearing nothing but great things about this film, by the way. So, you know, we could be seeing some Oscar talk in the future here for this film. Um, in some very sad news over the last week, and I really don't want to spend too much time on this because it's just disgusts me and I don't want to give this guy too much time on my show, is uh, Stephen Collins from uh, Seventh Heaven. Last week, LAPD uh, is, is investigating into him uh, for an alleged molestation charges, child molestation, actually. Uh, they found a vi an audio tape of him actually confessing to it that his wife, his ex-wife had recorded. So real shady, really bad. That came out, and he's just, you know, the networks that show Seventh Heaven have stopped airing it. Um, he was supposed to be in Ted 2, and they fired him from Ted 2. He was also on Scandal. Scandal fired him. So he's losing all his jobs, and good. You know, I mean, it's just, it's disgusting, and it's just a really sad situation, so let's move on from that. In what the fuck news of the week, <laughs> in 24 hours, Robert Downey Jr. announced, I'm doing Iron Man 4, and the world went ablaze. Oh yeah, Iron Man 4, Robert Downey's back, this is gonna be incredible, and literally, like, Eight hours later, he pops up on David Letterman's show, and David Letterman says, so, you going to do an Iron Man 4? And he says, no, no, there's no Iron Man 4. We, we, you know, we're not, we're, we're top talking to Marvel right now, and we're trying to work out some stuff, but there's no script, there's no Iron Man 4. Like, we're going to do some other stuff together, but it's not Iron Man 4. So, Robert Downey, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Is he just stirring the pot? You know, I, I know he was out doing a lot of promotion because The Judge came out this weekend and hit theaters. And, you know, I know he's trying to get people talking about him. Um, but come on, dude, you don't announce you're doing Iron Man 4 and then in the same day say, no, that's not true. You know, so uh, my only thought could be that from the time he announced it on Ellen, he received a little phone call from Marvel that said, dude, Shut your fucking mouth. You are not doing Iron Man 4. You know, we're not talking about this. Marvel's very quiet. You know, they only like to drop news when they're ready. And I think they probably got pissed. And they called him and they said, dude, shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. 
and we'll announce it when we're ready. And he got in trouble, and he kind of had to do a little backtracking when he went on David Letterman. So who knows what's going on? Robert Downey seems to be very happy to play Tony Stark a lot longer than he thought he was going to be. Um, You know, he is only contracted to do Avengers 2 and Avengers 3, which Avengers 2 is already done. He's saying, from the sound of it in this interview with David Letterman, that he's not doing Iron Man 4, but Marvel has a very big project in works that they're going to be doing, and he will be a part of that. So he's saying, even though it might not be Iron Man 4, I'm still going to be a part of this universe, and you'll still see me in Marvel films. So that opens up a lot of other possibilities as well. So who knows what Marvel's up to. You know, maybe they are working on some massive, awesome project, and that's why they're trying to get Spider-Man, and they're getting Robert Downey back, and who knows. But uh, we'll keep you informed, of course, as always, uh, when it comes to Robert Downey, Iron Man 4, or anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. American Horror Story is getting a companion series called American Crime Story, which will focus on different crimes throughout the ages. And I think the first uh, series of the anthology is going to be based on the O.J. Simpson stuff. So, very interesting. American Crime Story. Uh, We have an Honest trailer for Transformers Age of Extinction. I didn't appreciate them ripping my movie apart like this. Uh, Warner Brothers is no longer in talks to make Adam Sandler's The Ridiculous Six. So, The Ridiculous Six was supposed to be a mock-type film um, based, kind of a comedy version of The Magnificent Seven. It was going (laughs) to... The Magnificent Seven, it was going to be the Ridiculous Six, and it was going to be this comedy western. Uh, Adam Sandler's been trying to make this for a while, uh, going back and forth with Warner Brothers. I don't know what the details are, but Warner Brothers officially last week said, no, we're not interested, we don't want to do it anymore. So they dropped out, but you know what? Adam Sandler does have this little four-film deal that he could be doing with Netflix, so that would be an easy way for him to get this movie made, just saying. Um... TNT has just landed the network rights to NBC's Grimm. So they'll be doing Grimm in some syndication after it's not playing anymore. Uh, Casey Affleck is going to be starring in the new Boston Marathon drama called Boston Strong. So that's really cool. I figured it'd be an Affleck. Uh, Jeff Goldblum says that he is going to be involved with the Independence Day sequel and that he's definitely got a part in that. So that is awesome. Uh, William Shatner continues to tease that he's going to be returning in Star Trek 3, so we'll see that. Um, Transformers, uh, the TV franchise, is going to be returning to the Cartoon Network with a brand new show. Uh, BET has set the end date for the final season of The Game, which is their long-running hit show. We have the first trailer for Wolves, starring Jason Momoa and Lucas Till. We have a trailer for The Humbling with Al Pacino. Um, Speaking of more rumors, and I really don't hold anything to this rumor, supposedly um, the Venom movie is dead, and the Sinister Six movie that Sony's going to be doing is going to be a soft reboot of the Spider-Man franchise. I don't believe either of these two. Uh, We just heard news within the last month about the Venom movie. That is still trucking along as far as I know. And I can't see a Sinister Six film being a reboot for Spider-Man after only two films. That is stupid, and there's no way that it goes down. So I hate to even report stupid rumors like this, but hey, in the slim chance that it turns out to be true, you can say, I heard that on Am I on the Air first. Yes, I was correct. I was talking earlier about NBC wanting to do a Say Anything sequel, uh, or TV series, and they were interested, but NBC has since scrapped it. They scrapped it a couple days later. Uh, But they are... Oh no, ABC wants to adapt Uncle Buck, so ABC is going to be doing that one. Oh lordy. Uh, The Flash debuted last week, and it did awesome. The Flash debuted to 4.5 million viewers last week in its debut. It was a ginormous hit for the CW. Uh, They re-ran the pilot episode the next night after Arrow, and it did great again in the ratings. It is a surefire hit, um, and I'm happy, man, because The Flash is a great TV show, and I'm happy to see it do very well. Uh, MTV has renewed their show Awkward for a fifth season, but it will also be the last, so fifth and final season of Awkward coming to MTV. Um, 
I want to take a little break and just on a side note and just say thanks once again to everybody that listens to this show. Uh, last week's episode, Guts Over Fear, was the 150th episode of Am I on the Air. 150 uh, have been recorded. I've been doing the show for three years now, and um, it's a blast. I love doing it. And I will continue to bring you all the news that I can. I love keeping people informed. I love when people tell me, man, I heard it first on your show. And it, it means a lot to me, you know, because I love entertainment news. And I love keeping people informed and being that go-to guy. So 150 episodes, 50 more to go to that big 200, and I can't wait to get there. Let's uh, let's start our journey. But thanks again for everyone and their support and their continued support to keep me to keep pushing this show 150 episodes later, three years later. So, thank you. Now, back to the news on our regularly scheduled program. Uh, Jay Leno is near to deal to launch a new CNBC show, which will most likely be based around his love of cars. Showtime is working on a In the Heat of the Night remake, so um, they're looking to do that. Um, This is one of the biggest news stories of the week, which is... The Ghostbusters reboot. Yes, they've been talking about doing Ghostbusters 3 for a long time. And now it looks like there is not going to be a Ghostbusters 3. Instead, it's going to be a Ghostbusters reboot starting fresh all over again. It will be directed by Paul Feig. Paul uh, Paul Feig did Bridesmaids. He did The Heat. Uh, I like the guy. He he knows how to make good comedies. I love Bridesmaids and The Heat. They, both those movies kill me. And the lady who wrote The Heat, Katie Dippold, has been signed to write the Ghostbusters reboot. Paul Feig will be directing, and it will be, we've talked about this rumor before on the show, but it's confirmed, it will be a all-female crew for the Ghostbusters. So yes, I'm expecting Melissa McCarthy, maybe Sandra Bullock, uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, <laughs> um, maybe Rose Byrne, uh, the mom from the Goldbergs. I, 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 that's the casting I see in my head, and I'll be fine with that. You know, uh, Kristen Wiig, maybe. Um, it's got to be them. But yes, it will be an all-female crew of the Ghostbusters. They will not be playing the same characters that Bill Murray and all them did. This is a fresh reboot set in modern times. And uh, it's big news, man. So it's cool. No release date or anything set yet. But it is officially finally coming. Um... Back to the Flash premiere, that was actually CW's best premiere in five years since the Vampire Diaries, so that is pretty awesome. Um, got distracted here. Um, Brian Cranston is attached to star in a new uh, film based on the book called The Infiltrator, so that looks pretty cool. Uh, Lifetime has greenlit a fourth and final Flowers in the Attic film. So those of you that watch that. <laughs> Paula Patton has officially filed for a divorce from Robin Thicke. We saw that one coming, so... Sorry. Um, Jai Courtney, who is going to be in the new upcoming Terminator Genesis film. Uh, he plays Kyle Reese. He did an interview recently, and he says he feels the movie will be PG-13. He says there's a ton of action, but there really wasn't any like F-bombs or nudity or anything in the film to give it an R rating as far as he knows. So if he had to speculate, he's saying it will be a PG-13 film. Yeah, you know how I feel about that when it comes to these kind of action movies. Uh, he also goes on to state that this movie is not a sequel or a reboot, that it fits somewhere in between. Um, so we kind of already expected that. I mean, I've explained before that I feel the movie's going to start, uh, at the beginning of the original Terminator 1, and then it's going to kind of branch off and you're going to get a split different timeline going on. Kind of what the Star Trek thing did in its reboot. You know, like you had that split timeline and now you have like that crew versus the original crew. And I think that's what they're going to do with Terminator. They're going to kind of split it down the middle. And, uh, then you'll have the, the new cast and their timeline and and things that have changed from what we saw in the original four films. Uh, Amazon Studios has ordered season two of Transparent. This show is supposedly really, really good, and everybody loves it. Um, crazy. Um, it just looks too odd for me. CBS has renewed Under the Dome and Extant. 
now I feel bad for not watching Extant because that was the Holly Berry show. I DVR'd like the first seven episodes and then I was just like, I'll never watch this and I deleted it. And I really didn't think the show was ever going to come back. So now that it's going back for a second season, I'm like, shit, I should have probably watched this. But yeah, so congratulations. Under the Dome and Extant renewed by CBS. Uh, James Earl Jones is going to voice Darth Vader on Star Wars Rebels. That is pretty awesome. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee has joined Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. That is awesome. AMC has abandoned all their unscripted fare, and they've canceled most of their current reality shows. One of the only shows to survive this is Kevin Smith's Comic Book Men. So that is awesome. And, uh, yeah. I love Comic Book Men. It actually, season four premiere was last night. I just watched it this morning. Fun, fun show. I really, really enjoy that. So I'm glad to see that that's at least a show that got stuck around. Katy Perry is going to be performing at Super Bowl next year. So that is pretty cool, the Super Bowl halftime show. ABC has given full season pickup orders to How to Get Away with Murder and Blackish. Uh, once again, I'm going to preach for Blackish. This show is so funny. It continues to be funny. Three episodes in now. It is hilarious. So watch Blackish if you're into good sitcom comedy. So I'm glad to see it get picked up. Uh, and some sad news, Jan Hooks, uh, who was on Saturday Night Live for many years, she has passed away at the age of 57. Tom Hicks' next film, which is called Inferno, um, which uh, was supposed... It's the third book after Da Vinci Code and Angels of Demons. This is the third one. Um, this was supposed to come out... December 18th, 2015, which is, of course, the same day Star Wars Episode Seven's released. So they said, yeah, let's move back. And they've shifted the date, and the movie will now come out in 2016. Uh, the villain, the Pied Piper, is going to be added to the Flash TV series. We have the first teaser trailer for Tomorrowland. Uh, this is the new George Clooney movie. This is a really cool teaser trailer. It gives nothing away, but it makes you very interested in the film. Speaking of trailers, we also dropped a brand new trailer for Focus, starring Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Uh, Margot Robbie, the hot, hot, smoking hot blonde from um, Wolf of Wall Street. And it's good to see Will Smith back in top form, man. This is this looks like a good heist action thriller. And, and I just, it's good to see Will Smith back in something like this. This is going to put this dude back on the map. Focus looks great. Check out that trailer. In the Everything Wrong With series, we have Everything Wrong With Underworld Evolution. Check that out. We have um, Leah Seydoux has signed on to play the femme fatale opposite Daniel Craig in the next Bond movie. Uh, she will next. She was in um, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. So, she's really hot as well. Uh, Lost in Space is heading back to television with a reboot... Uh, from the writers of Dracula Untold. So that'll be interesting. Lost in Space will be cool to see. Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys. We've been hearing, they've been doing this 12 Monkeys show, it feels like, for an eternity. Uh, but they finally set a premiere date, and it will premiere on Sci-Fi Channel January 16th. Will be the 12 Monkeys TV show. Looking forward to that. Uh, Luke Wilson is in negotiations to play NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell in the football concussion film that they're working on. The um, Lego Movie 2 was supposed to be coming out in a couple years, in 2017. And it looks like now they decided to take it a little bit of a different direction. Instead of Lego Movie 2, they're going to be doing a Lego Batman spinoff film. And it looks like the release date for this might actually take the Lego Movie 2 release date. And they'll push Lego Movie 2 back a little bit. Uh, but this is exciting. It, uh, this will also bring back Will Arnett as Batman from the Lego movie. Uh, they they said, you know, just doing focus groups and talking to people that love Lego movie, that everybody loved, loved, loved Batman in the film. So they wanted to do more with it. So they decided to push ahead and do the Lego Batman spinoff film. So very, very cool. David Spade is finally developing... A Joe Dirt sequel, uh, but it won't be coming to theaters. It's going to be exclusively for the Crackle Network. Crackle's kind of like a YouTube, Funny or Die, uh, Amazon-type mix uh, streaming site. 
and uh, they're, they're trying to catch up with Netflix. They're trying to do their own thing, and uh, so they've signed David Spade to do uh, Joe Dirt Two for Crackle. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, I'll be down to see Joe Dirt Two. I don't, I don't even know if I have Crackle, or but uh, it'd be interesting to see Joe Dirt Two. Guardians of the Galaxy is getting an animated TV series. Of course they are. It's coming in 2015. Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, the biggest movie of the year. So why not? Let's put it in the animated world. Uh, Stars has renewed uh, Survivor's Remorse for another season. Uh, really quick, all this aired is one episode and they're already like, next! Taylor Swift has been named Billboard's Woman of the Year. Jeremy Renner is teasing a Hawkeye movie lately, so I don't know how much to read into that because it was just a couple weeks ago that he was like, eh, whatever. But now he's acting like, yeah, I'd like to do it. Um, CBS has canceled Unforgettable after three seasons. I did not watch this show, thank God. Um, Amanda Bynes has reportedly been placed on a psychiatric hold. Very sad, man. She needs to get her shit together. Um... Another spot in the rumor mill is that Brainiac is going to be the big bad guy in the Justice League film. And we also posted the possible lineup for the Suicide Squad for the film version of that. Uh, I'm not going to go through the lineup just because it might be considered spoiler stuff for some people. So if you would like to know who they're thinking about putting in the lineup for the Suicide Squad, just check out the article on our Twitter page. And finally, it's official, coming in December, right before Christmas, we are finally going to get the dancing baby Groot toy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, it's only going to be 15 bucks. it's going to be in the pot, it's going to dance to an electronic version of I Want You Back from the Jackson 5. It's going to be awesome, man, for 15 bucks. but I bet you it's going to be so hard to get your hands on this thing because of the back order it's going to be for Christmas, but I gotta get me one, that's for damn sure, but happy to see Marvel finally listening to the fans and getting us that damn baby dancing Groot. You did this to us, Marvel, you did it. Uh, Marvel has unveiled the Netflix uh, Daredevil series, their full cast, the first footage at the New York Comic Con this past weekend. And we posted a couple pictures. They showed an early version of him as Daredevil, which is an all-black suit. Um, and then we've seen him as Matt Murdock, which looks a lot like Ben Affleck from the movie, you know, with the red-tinted glasses and everything. It looks really cool. Um, but early word is that it, it, it looks very, very well. Um, you grant has dropped out of Bridget Jones 3. Yes, they were making a Bridget Jones 3. Um, but he got signed to the film a couple years ago, and it's just been kind of sitting in limbo. They haven't set a start date or anything like that, so he says, you know what? I'm out. Uh, Lena Dunham has revealed that she's going to be adapting a YA book into a film. Uh, in exciting news, at the end of the month, SNL has set Jim Carrey to host. Uh, the new uh, one of the new episodes at the uh, I believe the October twenty eighth weekend at the very end of the month. Um, Stars has renewed Black Sales for a third season, and this is two months before season two even airs, which is kind of crazy. I don't understand how they can jump the gun like that and say we're going to bring you back for a third season when season two hasn't even aired yet. What if no one cares and watches season two? I, I don't understand it, but hey, I don't make the big bucks to, to, to make those calls, I guess. Um, the Mortal Instruments. This was a movie that came out last year and bombed, bombed hard. And this was also based on a book series, and they had planned to do multiple sequels. And after it bombed, the studio said, yeah, we're going to hold off on that. Well, now the studio has made a deal. And they're going to actually bring the Mortal Instruments to television instead. Yes, they're going to do a Mortal Mortal Instruments TV series, uh, which will allow them to tell the full story from the first book to the last book and not have to leave anything out because it's going to be a TV series. So, yeah. If people weren't interested in the movie, I don't know how interested they'd be on a TV series. But, you know, it's easier to watch something for free than it is to go to the theaters. Uh, Simon Cowell did an interview recently, and they asked him about, you know, the U.S. X Factor getting canceled. He, uh, he was quoted as saying, I think it'll come back again. Uh, he says, you know, it was kind of ahead of its time. 
um, that he, you know, they had really good ideas for the show, but they kind of marketed it wrong and they overhyped it in the beginning and didn't give it a chance to kind of grow naturally. So he says uh, that he wouldn't be shocked to see if it comes back at some point. I hope it does. Out of all the like singing kind of competitions, I really liked X Factor. I love Simon Cowell. He's what kind of got me into all this stuff with American Idol and everything. So I've kind of followed him and I really enjoyed X Factor. So I would love to see it come back. In ginormous news, now, some sites are running this as a rumor, others are saying he has already signed, so you can take your own pick on this one, but I'm going to talk about it, and this broke late last night, that Drax the Destroyer himself, Dave Batista, has just been signed to the new James Bond movie, and that he'll be playing uh, one of, like, a henchman, I think by the codename of Hinks, or Hinks, I don't know how they pronounce it, like H-I-N-X, um, but that he's going to be kind of like in the vein of like a, a, you know, odd job and, you know, like like the old school villain henchman uh, in the old school James Bond films. So that'll be interesting. I mean, I'm so happy for Dave because, like I said, I'm a big wrestling fan and I was so happy for this dude when he nailed Guardians of the Galaxy and how much everyone loved him. And I was curious to see where does his career go from here. And joining the new James Bond movie, that is huge for Dave Batista. So I'm very, very excited. I hope that this is true. It definitely sounds like it's very true. And if it's if he's not signed yet, he's definitely got the papers and, and he's we're, they're working out the final details. I think this is going to happen. So congratulations to Mr. Dave Batista joining the new James Bond film as a henchman. Very excited. We have a new trailer for Sex Ed, starring Haley Joel Osment. Actually looks pretty cute. Um, More movies coming to the TV screen. Resident Evil and Underworld. Yes, both both movies are saying that they're coming to the small screen to continue their adventures. Um, Not meaning that they're not going to be movies anymore, because they are already in planning stages. Obviously for Resident Evil, they only stopped because Mila Jovovich is pregnant right now. But when she has the baby, they're going to make that sixth and final Resident Evil film. And Underworld, we just talked recently about them continuing this series with the dude from Divergent. Um, But in a recent interview with Len Wiseman, who did most of the Underworld films, he's the director and everything, and the husband of Kate Beckinsdale... He said that there's a lot going on in the underworld um, underworld world <laughs> right now, including television shows, uh, the new underworld movie with David, I believe is his character name, the guy from um, Divergent, and that they're even looking at another underworld movie with Kate Beckinsdale. So that the, 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 the underworld movie with the Divergent guy might be a spinoff film and that they'll continue on the um, Selena role with Kate Beckinsdale. So there's a lot going on in Underworld right now. So stay tuned, but it looks like maybe two movies and a TV show possibility there. In breaking news as of today, Fox has announced that they've given Gotham a full series order. I still have only seen the first episode, but hey, (laughs) I'll catch up sooner or later. But congratulations to the people involved with Gotham getting a full season pickup order over at Fox. Uh, Speaking of pickup also, FX has already announced that they have renewed American Horror Story for a fifth season. Uh, The fourth season Freak Show started last week off to a bang. I'm hearing great things about Freak Show. It is also on my DVR, and I hope to catch up on that this week sometime. But very cool, FX renewing American Horror Story for season five. And, uh, um... And the last little bit of news, we have an article up, um, and I'm not going to tell you about it, I'm just going to say check out the article. If you saw Dracula Untold, you saw there was a very unique final scene in the movie. Um, they're saying that this is this final scene is how the film ties in with the bigger universal monster universe. So this article kind of goes on to explain how... Dracula Untold's final scene will tie in to the monster movie universe. So check that out if you're interested. It's the newest piece of news on our Twitter page um, right now. But depending on when you listen to the show, it might not be the newest piece of news anymore. But this just came out earlier today. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the news for the week. So let's jump over to our box office and our release dates and wrap this baby up. 
Alright, so coming out on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow, X-Men, Days of Future Past. I'm so excited about this. I got my special, exclusive version of the Blu-ray coming from Amazon. It's already in the mail. I got my notification earlier that it's going to be here tomorrow. Uh, Mine comes with a Magneto helmet and an exclusive packaging. I love... Getting, I, I'm a big Blu-ray collector. I love collecting movies, especially these like sets. I just got the big, you know, Transformers one. I have the Superman one. I have trans, other Transformers, Wolverine, Batman. Like I have the Avengers box set that's in the briefcase. Like I like to get collector sets that I can display. And this X-Men: Days of Future Past one with the Magneto helmet is very, very cool. So, um, but yes, one of the best movies of the year. If you listen to the movie, summer movie countdown, you know that. Um, just ask uh, for my peoples. He loves this film. Um, <laughs> X-Men, Days of Future Past on Blu-ray tomorrow, which I'll have to buy again next summer when they release the Rogue Cut. So, yay. Also released tomorrow is Mr. Peabody and Sherman, for all the kiddies out there. In theaters on Friday is going to be Fury, The Book of Life, and The Best of Me. So, um, I just hope to get to see Gone Girl. And speaking of Gone Girl, let's go down the box office. Number 10 is Meet the Mormons with 2.9 million. Number 9 is The Box Trolls with 6.6 million. Number 8 is The Maze Runner with 7.5 million. Number 7 is a debut, It's Addicted with 7.6 million. Number 6 is The Equalizer with 9.7 million. Number 5 is a debut, It's The Judge. Robert Downey's new movie only cracks number 5 with 13.3 million. Number 4 is Annabelle with 16.3 million. Number 3 is another debut. It's Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day with $19.1 million. Number 2, it's my movie of the week, Dracula Untold, 4 stars, baby, uh, bringing in a nice 23 $0.4 million. This is awesome. Expectations had it in the low to mid-teens, and it did 23.4. So very excited and happy for Luke Evans and this film's success. And number one for its second week in a row, it's Ben Affleck's new film from David Fincher, Gone Girl. Gone Girl brought in another $26.8 million in its second week, only dropping 30%. Most movies drop 50 to 60 or more percent in their second week. This dropped 30. That is insane. Another almost $27 million for Gone Girl. I'm making it number one for the second week in a row. Great week at the box office. Um, Nice debuts. Um, Nice debuts for Dracula Untold and Alexander. So, good, good stuff. That'll do it for me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to Am I on the Air? I hope you have enjoyed this new episode. Um, Let the games begin. And I quoted that actually from Dracula Untold. You'll know what I'm talking about when you see the film. So, um, I always give you a little insight into where I come up with these titles for the shows. Um, So, yes, like us on Facebook so you can get the news updated for you. It's facebook.com slash amiontheair. You can follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. You can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. It's AmIontheAir.com is the official site where you can listen to this show, listen to Am I Still on the Air, uh, check out the box office and release dates, check out trailers, the whole nine. Find our iTunes link. Yes, we are on iTunes. Download, rate, and subscribe. You can download the Stitcher app for your mobile device if you want to listen to us on the go. Subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash am I on the air. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Also, check out once again that special presentation of future endeavors that I did just last night. It's future hyphen endeavors.com is the official site for future endeavors where you can listen to the show right there as well. And of course, Red Dragons Radio. It's reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, and you could be up to date on everything from the podcast world, including Am I on the Air, Future Endeavors, um, the People's Forum, This Week with the Geek, Out of the Riffs, the Brothers of Destruction podcast, Pro Wrestling Nation, uh, and more. So check out reddragonsradio.com. So that'll do it for me on this Monday, October the 13th, 2014. My name is Don Mega, and I appreciate you checking us out. Till next time, peace. Red Dragon!